Welcome to Winning Minds. We're not negative, we're positive. We don't get bitter, we get better. We don't lose, we win. We understand that life is more than what happens to you. It's about how you respond. And that response starts in your mind. And if you can change your mind, change what, how, and the way you think, you will change your life. Welcome to a positive mind, a better mind, a winning mind. I am your host, Fred Lavalley, and this is the Winning Minds Podcast. Get some exercise. Get some fresh air. Those are things we are all told when we're frustrated or are trying to figure something out. Or we're driving our family crazy locked inside the house. We're told that because it's been known to help. But actually, it does more than that. And today, we're joined by Stacy Cothran, an Army veteran, mother, and a school counselor. She shares her own story and how challenging physical exercise actually does make us smarter and can help you change what you believe about yourself. This episode is fairly personal for me as well, and you'll hear a little bit about this as you listen. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoy it and that it contributes to your next winning decision. But before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor. Welcome to Winning Minds. This is Fred Lavalley back at you with another episode to help us all win in life. It starts in our minds. I'm glad you joined us today to listen to this episode. It's going to be a great one. It actually began today's special guest. It started over a year ago when uh, before COVID-19 changed everybody's life. Um, our guest today is Stacy Cothran. And she is actually the counselor at my children's, my wife and I, our children's elementary school. And it's interesting how we first met. It was over a year ago, right as I was really gaining momentum for mental health and to start a podcast and things were swirling in my mind. And she actually offered at the school a thing called Coffee with a Counselor, just to get to know your counselor and students and families and all that. My wife went and attended it and she came home and she was like, this was awesome. It was wonderful. And this is what the counselor was talking about. And instantly I was like, I'm glad my kids go to this school. And I'm glad this counselor is at the school because I didn't know Stacy at this point, but I was like, this lady's good. <laughs> and what she was talking about was neurogenesis. And we're not going to get into that today. I wanted to, but Actually, in getting to know Stacy over the past year, year and a half, maybe it's been, I forget, but found out that she is actually passionate about that, but even more passionate about health and wellness, but even physical exercise. And so kind of with that intro, Stacy, take it away. Kind of how did this become something you enjoy? Obviously, you this is your vocation. It's your job. But in getting to know you, I know that it's even more. So kind of what's your story? What's brought you to be? Uh, so passionate and so interested in health and wellness and even in particular physical health? Okay, um, that's a lot of questions at once. So let's see if I can kind of start at the beginning. Um, so Coffee with the Counselor started as a result of me, you know, realizing that there was a lot of things that I was bringing to the students on a regular basis that I wasn't able to impart to their parents and that if I really wanted to make changes in family life, and if I really wanted to make changes in these kids' worlds, that I really needed to partner 
with parents um, and help them to get an understanding of what it was that I was trying to bring to their children, which was something much, much more than just reading, writing, math, social studies, all those things are really important. But I really wanted children to get from school the idea that they had in them a, a very powerful person and that that person has a calling and um, a mission in life and they were they were put here on this earth to fulfill a certain mission and that everybody um, has a gift and that they could um, they could learn about who they were in that gift through school but also through other things um, so it's really into the idea of growth mindset which is something that um, you know, has been circulating. Um, Carol Dweck is the person who started that originally. And that's been circulating in the education community for a long time, you know, just talking about the difference between growth mindset and fixed mindset, and what it means to believe, really, really believe in yourself and have a positive outlook on your ability to learn um, versus, you know, not really thinking that you're capable of more than it appears that you're capable of. And so, um, especially with young children, that is one of the things that's really important to me to teach them is to try to help them develop this idea um, and this mindset that they are capable of learning, they are capable of growing, and they are capable really of being whatever they want to be. But isn't that, I guess, isn't that why we go to school? Because I mean, we're there to learn. Is, it, is that, I guess that's not a given that we're there and we realize we're here to learn and that we can grow. I guess it's not an automatic thing. Right. Like, I think it's not so much an automatic thing. I mean, for some, for some people, you know, it's really just checking the box and like you go to school because somebody makes you go to school and, um, you know, it's the law, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. people, right. And one of the things I have a poster in my classroom that says is, you know, education is your right and nobody can take that away but a lot mm. of people don't really think of it like that i think you know pa even parents think oh i have to send my kids to school that's the law you know um and kids think oh i have to go to school like they tell me to that's it right mm. but um it really can be so much more um but but you have to also kind of deliver that concept and that idea to families and children in a way that they can accept that right especially if you you know you're kind of growing up um and it doesn't seem like that is so true based on your circumstances gotcha uh, so so i was a kid so kind of talking about my own story, I was a kid that grew up in a family that was pretty much like you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Like, you, <laughs> you know, that common thing, like you mm -hmm. can just, you know, life is you're going to work a job, you're going to make some money, you're going to come home, you're going to turn on the TV. And, and that's pretty much what life is all about. Right. And maybe you talk to the neighbors or whatever, but like my friends, didn't, my parents didn't even really have friends, you know, like they didn't have a social life. We, they didn't do much and that's just kind of what they expected out of life and that's what they basically taught us to expect is like mm -hmm. that's just that's just the way life is you know yeah. um but growing up like i always saw that i was i was frustrated with that concept like i didn't i didn't want that out of my life i wanted a whole lot more out of my life but it was like i had to break out of that way of thinking 
in order to attain it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I see that a lot of people are like that. A lot of families are like that. They're just kind of going through life and they're just trying to, you know, make ends meet and get the basic needs met and, and make sure they have a roof over their head and have, you know, the food that they need. And like, yes, that is a reality that that is some people's reality, but sometimes it's our reality because we can't see a way out of it. And we don't have the ability to believe in ourselves that there is so much more to life than that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so as I got older, like nobody in my family went to college. So as I got older, I was like, uh, I definitely want to go to college. Like after I had to muddle through my own mental mess, you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, how am I going to get to a point where I want to, you know, where I can do the things that I want to do in my life? Well, I could go to college, but via that route of like looking to discover what it was, you know, that I was capable of, I really did have to kind of muddle through that mental mess and discover that inside of me was a belief that I couldn't do many things. Hmm. You know, I had been told that I wasn't really capable of things. I was a skinny little kid who didn't have a lot of, you know, physical capabilities. Um, I was smart, I had potential, but, you know, I really wasn't realizing that potential. And that's what I had been told all my life, whether subliminally or directly, I had been told that lie and I grew up believing that lie, mm -hmm. right? And so in order for me to start to achieve something, I had to really, um, work i had to really just work to get past that lie that that's who i was so um, is that because i i've i think everybody deals with that but could that also i guess the thought comes to my mind people don't want to try things i guess and part of it is almost embarrassment or i'm shy or that's my personality is it is it so much personality or is it truly like in our minds this is what we believe to be true but it's not true did you so, ever yeah i mean that's a good question I, I thought about that too you know like i was a person who um i i did believe that there was definitely a part of me growing up that believed that i took it as truth that i wasn't that i had little value that i wasn't worth much you know that i didn't have a lot of capability skills talents right and i had to like begin to try to build something and and that meant taking a risk right and mm. so like for me to start taking a risk well that was scary i i would get embarrassed because there would be a lot of things that i couldn't do or i didn't know how to do i didn't have a lot of skills i wasn't raised in a way where i had been able to explore the different kinds of skills that i had mm -hmm. talking about exercise nobody ever believed in me physically and mm -hmm. i didn't believe in myself i was the last kid to get picked in gym class you know what i mean <laughs> that kind of thing yeah but like that's largely because i believed it because that's largely because i had been taught it you know but so i met people that started to say you know did have you ever ridden a bike and i used to love riding bikes as a kid and i mm -hmm. met people that were cyclists and and somebody gave me a bike and they were wow. like let's let's you know come and ride bikes with us and i was like well you mean around the block you know no <laughs> like I started like riding bikes with these cyclists who were like climbing mountains and riding like, you know, dozens of miles per yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
And so I started to see in myself, like, I am able to do, I am able to do this. Wow. Mm. I'm able to do this, you know? And it was, and going to college as well. I met professors who were like, oh, you know, you're really actually good at this language thing. One of the things that I started to do as I got out of college was to learn to speak Spanish. Um, and I was good at it. And I had professors and I had other people in my life that started to, to you know, affirm in me that I could learn things and that I had gifts that I could offer to the world where I, I did not know that I had those gifts before. And it really took me taking risks and going mm. out of a limb and saying, I'm going to try this. And then it, it took, you know, a affirmation from other people and from my circumstances that said, oh, hey, I can learn this and I can do well at something and I can bring something to the table. Whereas before, I never really thought that I could. Yeah. And so like in a lot in a lot of these podcasts and much of it is geared towards just if you can change the way you think, you can change your life. And a lot of how I've been approaching a lot of these conversations and people's stories is just kind of, can you point back to a key event or how did you just change the way you looked at something? You know, one guy had on, he talked about, you know, work ethic or identity or just relationships, all these things I've kind of always keyed onto a mental exercise, kind of, hey, just don't think this, think that. Don't think this, think that. But in your story, it seems like going for a bike ride, physical exercise somehow was like the catalyst that it wasn't it wasn't a mental trick or a mental game. It was very physical. And the and the result of doing this physical exercise began to change the way you think and the way you you approach life. Yes, absolutely. So exercise really is for me, like, it's like the analogy of my life, right? I went from being this very incapable person, um, a, like really skinny, knock me, you know what I mean? Like, I, never, <laughs> I, I listen, I joined the army when I was 28 years old. I couldn't even do three pushups hardly to get into the army when I was wow. 28 years old, you know? And to, to actually take that risk and do that was something so far outside of what I've been taught that I could do. It was somewhat miraculous. But I'll tell you, that, you know, one of the biggest things in my life was being saved, right, was was learning about the love of God, right? Because mm. that that was a huge thing. And that kind of goes right along with the exercise thing for me, Um like I had to, I had to believe that I was loved, first of all, and I had to believe that I was cared for because that wasn't something that I learned in my home. And I had to come to believe that I had value. And there's nothing like the love of God for you to know that. But, but even more so, exercise helped me to develop that muscle of believing in myself. You know, the more that I could um, manage things physically, the more that I could take on physically, the more that I felt powerful in the spaces in the world that I was learning to occupy. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. It's um, It's like, it's making me think the, I used to work in, in a chicken plant. I'll leave the name out. I'm not authorized to represent my employer, whatever on this. So uh, I used to work in the actual chicken plant and did that for nine, 10 years. And then I switched and now I work for the same company, but I'm in an office now. And it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying, but I, I understand it. 
when I got into the office, I'm still working all day, but everything I'm doing is virtual. And I would go home for the first year I had to get used to. I would go home and I'm like, what did I do today? I don't feel like I even worked because I was used to knowing I loaded 25 trucks today. I drove the forklift. I moved here. I stacked this box. I was used to physically seeing the results. And because I wasn't physically seeing those results or feeling it like I did anything, I would go home not physically tired, not because I've been sitting there. It was like, did I do anything today? Did I even work? I know I did something, but I don't know what I did. So it kind of sounds kind of the, the, the weird way I understand it. When you started to do physical exercise, you began to see those results and you begin to see it right in front of you and it began to build your own confidence in life to affect kind of the more virtual, abstract, mental things that nobody really sees. Am I making sense how I'm explaining it, hopefully? Yes, you're explaining it perfectly. It's really true. And and not only was I feeling like it was true, like I was becoming more confident, um, literally because my muscles and my connective tissue and my bones were getting stronger, but literally my brain function was improving. Like I was literally becoming more capable of making good decisions, you know, of, um, of, of learning things. I was becoming more capable of learning things and like applying what I learned to the very um, sensitive and interesting situations that I find myself in as a counselor. Right? So, how does, so how does that, how does that work? The physical brain muscles, tendons, or, or, or your muscles, your arms, your legs and stuff that directly affects your mind and your ability to learn and think? Yes, it actually directly affects your mind and your ability to think that as you are building your um, your body, as you are working the muscles and the tissues and your bones, you are actually creating neural pathways. You are actually building brain cells, right? And that's wow. with almost any exercise. So if I decide to run, that's really, you know, great thing for me to do. If I decide to um, swim, that's a really great thing for me to do. But then when I take an exercise that um, challenges my coordination, right? Mm. Something like dance or kickboxing or yoga, something that challenges my coordination, then I am multiplying the effect of that ability to actually build brain cells, right? And that's mm -hmm. something that I discovered as I was trying to help my own son deal with his ADHD, as mm -hmm. I found doctors and, and research that shows that if I can actually do certain kinds of activities enough, then I can actually rebuild the pathways in the brain that have become deficient um, and cause me to have a lack of attention. So I guess it's this Kind of funny. I'm like, so there is science behind recess at school. <laughs> Get outside and exercise. I'm like, now I know why when I was younger, you know, what's your favorite subject in school? I like PE. It's like, that's actually a legitimate answer because that directly affects your ability. It's not just, you know, let them run outside and get the energy out. I mean, that's part of it, but then it also, it's, it's building your brain. So when you go back in class, you perform better. You perform better. And that's why I'm doing things in my school. Like next year, I'm bringing a program to my school called Drum Fit. And I'm actually going to make it available to kids to come in and do music, movement, coordinated oh. movement to oh. music every single day before school. Oh, wow. Um, so 
To me, it's huge. To me, it's just one of the absolutely biggest things that you can do, not only for your mental health, because I think you have to look at mental and brain health as another thing, but your mm -hmm. brain is an organ in your body. Yeah. And when you pump that blood through your brain, you are benefiting your brain just like you are benefiting all the other muscles and it makes it so much more effective and so much more healthy. Wow. And it's funny how timely this is. It's, it's just interesting. Um, I hate physical exercise. I despise it. it. If people know me, they know I'm just a metabolism. I'm slim and I have no problem eating anything I want and it doesn't look like it affects me. I despise exercise because to me, it's like torture, like going and doing exercise. It hurts. And I'm like, why would I torture myself? That hurts. I can chase a ball and play soccer, or play basketball, but I hate just the drudgery of exercise. My whole family loves it. My wife loves it. And it's funny. Just last week, you know, she, she, she goes to a gym and she's like, you should join the gym too. You need to you know, take care of yourself, all the usual things. And I started coming back to her. I'm like, I get it, but it, it's hard because I can't get past the mental block. Like pain means stop. I can't trick myself. There's, I don't know how to trick myself besides distracting with a ball or something. And it's funny. She was like, time out. Aren't you Mr. Winning Minds? What's up with the podcast? <laughs> she flipped it right back on me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cancel the podcast. No, <laughs> but it's funny. And then now what we're talking about, about here, it like, so, so for the audience out there, this isn't just for y'all to uh, uh, you know, put into practice in your life. It's for me. This is directly knowing these things. But it's just, you know what? I can become smarter, more intelligent, take care of myself as well through physical exercise. So this is a uh, very useful and personal <laughs> podcast for me um, as I'm going to start getting more physically fit. And uh, taking care of my brain and my mind and my health. And so this yes. will be good for me as well. So I will be benefiting myself. So thank you, Stacy. I needed yes. this. <laughs> and it's great. It's great when you do things that you enjoy, like throwing a ball or playing basketball or whatever. But when you challenge yourself to mm. do things that are harder for you or harder, you know, for you mentally even, like that's going to bleed into other areas of your life, right? And so you're going to become more capable of having discipline, strength, drive, endurance, and all of those other areas of your life as you physically challenge yourself. I've always said, for a long time I've said, I don't like the physical challenge, but I love to challenge myself mentally, whether it's learning a new software at work, meeting new people, just, you know, you're, you were both, I'm fluent in Spanish as well, just like you. And I've done interpreting before. I enjoy that mental challenge. It, to me, that's fun. It's hard, but it's fun. And so now it's realizing the physical challenge is going to be just as beneficial as the mental challenge. And actually it's going to help it. So I'm ready to go work out. So we're okay. going to finish this episode. I'm going to the gym. Well, maybe not today, time, but some other well, day. You know, and I just got to plug my own ministry. So I'm part of a ministry called Revelation Wellness, and we are fitness teacher gospel preachers. And what we do is we bring the word of God into Mm -hmm. our movement and so thereby you are creating pathways to help you memorize scripture to really internalize the word of god for your life so you can go out learn to love yourself more and take that out and love others even um even more so that's love excellent it. how can people find out more information about that 
Well, you can go to www.revelationwellness.org. You can look me up on Facebook at Revelation Wellness Inside and Out, or you can find me on Instagram at Wellness Inside and Out. Very good. And all of that will be in the I spaced on the name of it, the subject line, whatever it's called. The the show notes. Yes. Thank you. The show notes (laughs) for this podcast will be down below. You'll be able to click on the hyperlinks and go straight to those uh, various outlets to find out more if you would be so inclined to get more information. Yes. Come work out with me. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and post a comment. And then tell two people today about Winning Minds. I hope you'll join us on the next episode. But until then, keep your mind healthy and keep winning with the Winning Minds podcast. Winning Minds.